Hey everyone, we are here and we are live. And I do thank you for tuning in today. Got a very special program for you, so I'm glad that you tuned in and I hope you get a friend to listen as well. New Hope Radio, coming your way over 1590 on the AM dial, WARV, 92.7 FM, and New Hope Radio on Facebook. a special program today because of the, oh, we're all living in a crisis, aren't we? And it's not a good thing. But I want to give you some hope today, and I want to talk about how we can build up our immune system, not our physical immune system, but our spiritual immune system, our heart. And you know why it's so important to keep your heart strong? Because you live life from the heart. The basis of our life is from the heart. So we want to talk about that today and help you to, we want you to be strong during the crisis. Here you are living in America. You're living in America. And you're part of the elite group, right? We're in the top 5% of the world's wealthiest people. And if you're honest about it, You have shelter, food, clothing, comfort. We have entertainment. We have great freedom. Where most of the rest of the world doesn't possess these things. And now something's happened. We've been challenged. A crisis in the form of a sickness, a virus. It's sweeping across our nation and around the world. And people are panicking because they can't get all the things that they want. Or even the things, the things that, well, they think that they need during this time. And perhaps without even realizing it, it's affecting their hearts. Hearts are becoming troubled. And that's not good. Because, like I said, we live life from the heart. Think of, think of the heart as the launching pad that you take off from, that you, that you live life from. And you know, when stress builds, stress weakens your immune system. So we're going to give you some things to think about, some things to do to rebuild the immune system by, oh, here it comes, lessening your stress. So based on where you live or what you have, What do you think would be the three greatest things that God would want you to have? And we're going to talk about these three things and how I believe they can, number one, reduce your stress levels, which in turn will build your immune system. Now, there are three things that we can have, and you probably heard these before. Faith, hope, and love. Those three. And I want to talk about those three things today. The importance of having faith, the importance of having hope, and what hope is. You might be surprised as to what hope really is. And of course, love. And you know, when it comes to love, it's not so much what I feel, but it's what I do. Love is what I do. And the greatest of these, yeah, is love.
So what I want to do, I want to, first of all, define what love is and what it's not. How do you, how, the Bible describes love. And then we're going to talk about hope and we're going to talk about faith. Okay. Well, and you've heard these at weddings, I'm sure. Love is patient. You know what patient means? To endure. See, in this crisis that we're in, we cannot be panicking. We have to endure. You've, so, how do we endure? You have to become durable. How do you become durable? We have to have the resources to be durable so we can endure, so we can be patient, so we can bear up under, and then we can live in love. And that's why when we talk about these resources, we're talking today about spiritual resources that come from God that carry us through, yeah, these very difficult times. So love is patient. Oh, love is kind. It's not jealous. It doesn't brag. It's not arrogant. It does not act unbecomingly. In other words, it acts according to the situation. You know what's sad, and you've probably seen it on the news, where people are acting unbecomingly because they don't understand love and they don't have spiritual resources. So here's two ladies in the grocery store fist fighting over toilet paper. Why do they do that? Here's someone hoarding everything they can so they can have more for themselves and less for others. Why do they do that? Because they don't understand love, because they don't have the resources that are needed to get through the crisis. Love does not seek its own. It is not provoked. It doesn't keep a score of wrongs suffered. It does not rejoice in someone else's failure, but it does rejoice with the truth. Bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, and here it comes, it endures. It endures all things. I am giving you today a recipe to reduce your stress level. And if you can reduce your stress level, you're going to build your immune system. And then we have a guarantee. I love this line. Love never fails. I'm like, what? Love never fails. It'll never let you down. You never go wrong. This is so good. You never go wrong when you live in love. When you show love and kindness to others, you never go wrong. So now we have faith, hope, and love abide these three. But Paul said the greatest of these is love. Because I think love is the demonstration of faith and hope. You know, love is the final outcome of having a healthy heart. And why do we want a healthy heart? Because a heart is where we live life from. Not the heart that pumps the blood, but the heart up here in our head that we think with, that stores facts. It's the place where we think. It's the place where we, where we rationalize. It's where we perceive. And when you're healthy in your heart, you'll have proper perception and proper rationalizing and proper choices. So, 
God is saying through the Apostle Paul that there are many good things that you can have, but they're not great things. As a matter of fact, if you don't have these three things, you really have nothing. So we noted a little bit about what this love was like, but what about faith? What is faith? Faith is that which is believed. Conviction. We all have faith in something. Some people have faith in themselves. Some people have faith in their career or in their abilities. But all those things can let you down. The object of our faith should be God and His Word because He'll never let you down. Faith is the means by which we appropriate life. We go through life in faith, believing. Faith is for the present state. It's what we live by day to day. See, faith is not this Sunday exercise. Faith is every day. Faith is trusting. Faith is relying on. Faith is knowing that there's a God that created you and loves you. And he wants you to lean on him. Faith is important. Like I said, we all have faith in something, but all those other things can let you down. You can have faith in your car, and one day your car won't start. You can have faith in your home, and one day your home won't be there. You can have faith in your health, and I'll tell you what, one day your health will be gone. But you know, God never changes. He's always there. That's where you want to put your faith. And then we've got hope as another stress reliever. Now, hope is not a wishful thinking. The word hope means confident expectation. It's an anticipation. It's like the ketchup commercial, right? The bottle's upside down and here it comes. Anticipation, right? Collie Simon. It's coming out. I can see it. I know it's going to come out. I'm not wishing it will come out. I know it's going to come out, and it's coming out. Oh, it's slow. Slow but sure, but it's coming. You know it's coming. That's hope. Hope is a guarantee. Now think about it. When you have hope, hope is that by which we view and expect eternal blessings. Hope is an expectation that God is there for you, that God will never let you down. You know, I think hope is a motivator. It's an inspirer. With hope, we pass through temporal things into eternal things. And this is what keeps you from panic. It's okay sometimes to be a little more heavenly-minded. You know that if you're a believer in Jesus Christ, that heaven is your home. Oh, you're on your way. No doubt about it. It's a guarantee if you are truly a believer in who he is and what he did. So we have that expectation. So even through a crisis, if the worst was to happen to me and I were to die, I'm present with the Lord. That's a guarantee. We've got hope. We've got faith. We've got love. 
Love, the Greek word for love is agape love. It's a self-sacrificing love. It's a no-strings-attached love. It's a love because of the one doing the loving. It's not based on the one that's receiving the love. It's based on the one that gives the love. God is love. God loves us. Guess Oh, here it comes. I don't think everybody understands this unconditionally. He loves everybody unconditionally. He doesn't love us based on our performance. He just loves us because that's it. God so loved everybody in the world that he gave his only begotten son. That whoever, that's you, that's me, whoever believes in him will never perish, but have everlasting life. So when God loves you, and you understand that, it demands a response that your love now goes out. And your love goes out in two places. Your love goes out toward God, and your love goes out toward people. And you know, during this crisis, you know what we need? We don't need people contending with each other and competing with each other. We need people loving each other. I think that would work a lot better, don't you? What's a better scene? People co-laboring, people cooperating, people helping each other, or people, you know, going at each other, dividing from each other, contending with each other. You know, when people contend, there's always a loser. But when we co-labor and cooperate, everybody's a winner. That's what happens when you live in love. What does this love look like? Well, sometimes we have this mushy attitude about love. But love isn't mushy. Love isn't an emotion. Love is an action. Love is the evidence that our heart is right. That's what love is. It's the evidence that our heart is right. And if we can't live in love, then there's something wrong with the heart. We need a heart check to see if the heart is functioning. Or is it like the rock of Gibraltar, hard. Oh, hard heart. Hard heart can't love, can't give love. And you know what else? It can't receive love. So love, once we realize love and understand love, let me tell you something. It's not something that you can keep. It's something that you want to share. It's something that you want to give away because it's such a wonderful commodity. That's why we give it away. Now what does this love look like? when we give it to our people. Here's what it looks like. It looks like giving a cup of cold water to someone. Refreshment. It looks like going the extra mile with someone, providing assistance. It looks like forgiving the one that hurt you. And that gives freedom. And it looks like Compassion on the poor. And that looks like Jesus. Compassion on the poor. 
You know, I believe a crisis should bring the best out of us, not the worst. So let me ask you, what does it do for you? Does it bring the best out of you? Or does it bring the worst out of you? I think we're all divided, you know, for some it does bring the best and for others it does bring the worst. And the ones that it brings the best out of it's because they have spiritual resources. You have faith. You have hope. You have love. And when you do these things that I was just talking about, when you find yourself giving refreshment to someone or giving assistance to someone, offering forgiveness and freedom to someone, and compassion. You know what that does? It heals our hearts. It gets our mind off of us for a while. You know, there's nothing better than doing something for someone else over doing it for yourself. When we're always doing things for ourselves, what do we call that? Selfish. Oh yeah, selfish. Always doing things for myself. But when I do things for others, what's that called? Others-ish. <laughs> I just made that up. Others-ish. Not a bad word, though. We're doing things for... And there's a relief in that, isn't there? There's a relief. You know, when you give someone a gift, right? Maybe it's a birthday gift, an anniversary gift, a shower gift, a wedding verse gift, or for no reason at all. You give them the gift, and what are you looking at when they're opening it? You're looking at their face. You're not looking at the gift. You're looking at their face. Because when their face smiles, your face smiles. When their face lights up, your face lights up. So you see, when you give a gift to someone, it comes back on you. You gave a gift to give someone joy, and that joy came right back on you. And you're full of joy. That's what happens when you live for other people. And it is definitely not hoarding. It's not hoarding. If people didn't hoard, I think everybody would have enough. But because we've got the hoarders, well, some people go without. And that's why you've got to step up. We have to step up. So faith, you got to have, do you have faith in God? I have faith in God. I have great faith in God. I believe he made the world. He made the universe. He made me. I didn't come from a squirrel. I didn't come from an acorn. I didn't come from jelly beans. I came from Adam. God made Adam and Eve. And I know that God has a plan for the world. And God has a plan for mankind. And I know that he sent his son to die for the sins of the world so we could live forever with him. I believe all that. Why not? And you know what that does? It keeps me inspired. It keeps me hopeful. It keeps me going. And I'm not a hoarder. I don't have to hoard because I have faith. So let's kind of wrap this up a little bit. A little summary. Without faith, what do we have? Not much, do we? Without faith, you know what we have? We have a ton of toilet paper, but no friends. <laughs> what would you rather have? How about some toilet paper and some friends? That's okay. Without hope, we couldn't endure. You know, the Bible says hope delayed makes the heart sick. 
Without hope, without a confident expectation, you can't endure. Hope is like the fuel in the gas tank. You can have a beautiful $200,000 Maserati, but if you get no gas, guess what? You're stuck in the driveway. You're not going anywhere. You need fuel. Hope is the fuel for life. Where does hope come from? Hope comes from learning the Word of God. That's where it comes from. Without love, we could not fulfill the law of love. And what is the law of love? Love God and love your neighbor as yourself. That's it. It's that simple. Somebody said to Jesus, what should I do? He said, love God and love your neighbor. If you can can do those two things, man, you got it done. That's it. So let me ask you, how are you doing with that? How are you doing loving God? How are you doing loving your neighbor? Especially at a time like this. So I want you to think of faith as the foundation of your life. Hope builds it. Love finishes it. Faith is the foundation. Hope builds it. Love finishes it. And you know what the Bible says? The goal of our instruction is love. The goal. With all of our learning in life, you know what we should really be learning? How to love. How to love. And I'm going to tell you something. If you can live in love, that will, number one, reduce your stress. And in return, it'll build your immune system. Because you know, stress breaks down the immune system. So we're not talking about drugs and medicines here. We're talking about the heart. This is heart care. The place where we think. The place where we rationalize. The place where we store information. Let's think of it like this. Faith is the course. It's how you run. Hope is the finish line. It's what you see. Love is the prize. What's the prize? The attainment of being like Christ. And when you become like Christ, oh, the stress is gone. It's gone. The anxiety, the fear, gone. The things that we don't want in our life that we don't know how to get rid of, this is how we get rid of them. This is it. Faith, hope, and love. you got to build them. Faith comes by hearing God's Word. The more you're in the Word of God, the more your faith will grow. That's why we're here on the radio, New Hope Radio. We want to offer you something every day to build your faith so you can have stamina and you can endure and you can have hope and you can ride it out to the end. And you can have love where life is not all about you, but it's about others. And you found the secret to joy, living for others. I'm going to leave you with a little poem. It's a little poem. It's about faith. And um, I don't know, maybe it'll mean something to you. I kind of like it. Faith is what guides me when I feel lost. Faith steadies me when I am driven and tossed. Faith shines its light 
on the darkest day. Faith empowers me when my strength goes astray. Faith warms my heart on the coldest night. Faith gives me hope when there is none in sight. Faith wakes me up when I'm distressed and want to sleep. Faith reminds me that I am his to keep. For what is faith? Where would I be were it not for his hand upholding me? For this I know, though can't explain. Faith in God has kept me sane. Let me tell you something. That is so true. Faith in God has kept me sane. Before God, I was crazy. I, I you know, and you know what's, what? There's a lot of crazy people, but they don't know it. They think they're sane, but they're not. Because only God can make us sane. God gives us the resources to think with. And as we go through this crisis, this coronavirus crisis, you can live in Panic Palace if you want, or you can live in faith, or you can live in hope, and you can live in love. And you can find the stress-reducing and the immune system getting stronger. So, you know, it's all about the mind. Where is the mind? Where are my thoughts? What do I allow my thoughts to be occupied with? Fear is not from God. Worry is not from God. Panic is not from God. It's not. It's from this world. And God has given us resources that we can be overcomers. You can be an overcomer in this life. And you can be stronger than this crisis that is sweeping around, sweeping around the world, sweeping around the country. Start to work right now. It's not too late. Start to build your faith. Start to build your hope. And start to live in love. You watch the difference that it'll make. Hey, we're here on the radio Monday through Friday, 1230 Eastern Time, Saturday at 3 p.m. And go to nhcc.tv and listen to the podcast. Build your faith on the Word of God. Okay? Stay safe. Be smart. You're not in this alone. But help others. Be kind. Be generous. Be available for others that can't make it on their own. You have a great weekend. And I'll be back live on Tuesday with more. We'll see you then.